Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in again live today. It is Sunday, July 2nd, and it is uh, 1.01 p.m. Sorry for the late start. And uh, this is the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group hosted by me, Jason Leeser. And if this is working for you, please hit that like button, drop a comment. Please tag a friend who loves tattoos. And welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join in these live streams, real-world events, to share and inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. We beam out nearly every day and, with your help, have evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have all been receiving rave reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in both of the app stores, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, as well as our Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel, which some of you may be watching right now, our Reinventing the Tattoo Roku channel, which has 12 to 15 episodes going at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as well as all of the major podcast directories such as Apple and Spotify. Uh, but no matter where you go, you can always get the latest, most up-to-date information all by going to www.reinventingthetattoo.com. Or you can always Google it. That works too. And everything will pop right up. Except for the book. The book is out of print. I'm still trying to find a copy of it myself. So if you come across a copy, please let me know. Um, but you can always go to reinventingthetattoo.com where you can take and you can pick one of three options here. You can try a sample webinar from the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon. You could get some free advice from Guy Chisson about your unique goals, or you can take a comprehensive tattoo history course from Jay Brown, which for fellow tattoo nerds out there, such as myself, the tattoo history course from Jay Brown is absolutely incredible. Highly recommend you take a look at it. Um, it's really comprehensive and goes into just about anything you could ever want to know about the history of tattooing. At reinventingthetattoo.com, you can also find a full event schedule with full details for all of our weekly live streams, as well as our special live stream events, um, such as the interview I hosted with uh, San Diego tattoo artist Terry Rubira a few weeks ago. All of those live stream details were listed in reinventingthetattoo.com. You can also find a link to the Reinventing 24-7 channel, which is a lot like our Roku channel. It's got 13 episodes going at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. At reinventingthetattoo.com, you can also find a number of professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattoo artists including people like Andre Malcolm, BJ Betts, Bob Tyrell. They all have seminars that you can watch. Obviously, you have to pay for them. But they are all available at reinventingthetattoo.com as well. Once again, if this is working for you, please drop us a chat. Let us know in the comments. And please tag a friend who loves tattoos. Or maybe it's someone looking to get their first tattoo. Maybe it's someone looking to become a tattoo artist. Um, these are all available, and please tag everyone. Um, doesn't matter who it is. If they like tattoos, tag them. We have a number of weekly staple shows we always encourage people to tune into, starting on Sundays at 1 p.m. with me, Jason Leeser, for the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group. And that's followed on Monday with three separate episodes 
starting off at 9 a.m. with Drawing Four Tattooers with James Wisdom. And that's Mondays at 9 a.m. Uh, it's an amazing live class where we go through and discuss basic drawing techniques and strategies that help us get back to the roots of where we started as far as fine art goes. Uh, we cover different topics and it's really informative to really help us get back to some of those basic art fundamentals that we've all picked up over the years. Following Drawing Four Tattooers with James Wisdom on Mondays at 9, at 5 p.m. on Mondays, we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple, where we go through and we discuss some basic um, topics that aren't really that heavily discussed in the tattoo industry, namely, how do we feel about certain things? Um, you know, it's not really brought up that often, and it can be a great outlet for people to go through, talk about different things, and get some of that positive encouragement that maybe some of us need every now and then. Following Let's Talk About Feelings at 5 p.m. with Robbie Ripple, at 9 p.m. on Mondays, we have a subscriber's exclusive drawing group with Sandy McAndrew. Um, Sandy is part of the Reinventing the Tattoo Network and has been working very closely with Guy for many, many years. And in the subscriber's exclusive drawing group, we go through and we cover various parts of the Reinventing the Tattoo canon. Um, some weeks we may work on things like perspective or contrast or edges. Uh, maybe we'll work on color theory one week. You never quite know what's coming up but that is only available for people that have a subscription to the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon or the Reinventing the Tattoo Evolution course. Um, even if you have those subscriptions, I'm telling you right now, if you really want the most benefit from one of those, jump into the Monday night classes. It's absolutely valuable, 100%. I'm the perfect testament to that. Um, I have been doing them as often as I can for about two years. And if you look at the work I was doing two years ago compared to the work that I'm doing today, there is a notable difference in not only the quality of work I've been doing, but how my art has evolved since I started doing that. Uh, following Monday's subscribers exclusive drawing group on Thursdays at 6 p.m., uh, we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast with Fawn Baker. Um, it's absolutely awesome to go through and take a look at that and hear stories about people and, you know, different topics about their tattoo collections. Um, highly recommend you tune into that one as well. Uh, following that, we have a special event, the Paradise Tattoo Gathering, coming up Thursday, October 12th through Sunday, October 15th. Um, and this is going to be an absolutely epic event. It's going to have presenters, including people like Nick Baxter, um, Corey Ferguson, Gunner, Thea Duskin, Andy Chambers, who I can't wait to take that seminar personally, Jake Meeks from the Fireside Network, Tom Strom will be there, who's been absolutely incredibly influential in my work. Uh, Andre Malcolm as well, and that's just to name a few people that will be there doing live seminars. Um, so if you're looking to really kind of, you know, head out and take a look at some of the people that have been super influential in the tattoo industry and get to take seminars and ask them questions one-on-one, -on -one, 
take a look at the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. It's trust me when I say it's going to be one of the most impactful events you can ever go to. I uh, would like to go through and take a second to thank some of our sponsors and some of the people that make these shows happen, starting off with worldtattooevents.com, the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. They are constantly keeping everything up to date. As we know, living in this post-pandemic era, certain tattoo events and uh, conventions are getting rescheduled like crazy. So for the latest, most up-to-date tattoo event information, coming to a city or town near you, or maybe it's one you plan on visiting, take a look at worldtattooevents.com for the most up-to-date convention event information in the world. Next, we have tattoonow.com, technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. They're constantly keeping everything updated and upgraded. They are competitive with any type of CRM, mailing list, or scheduling software out there. So if you're looking for the digital tools to really start bringing in more people that want to get the type of work that you really want to tattoo, this is where you would go to do it. Take a look at tattoonow.com. They will get you all set up with the greatest, most up-to-date digital tools you could ever imagine. Of course, this wouldn't be reinventing the tattoo without a very personal and professional uh, heartfelt thank you to Guy Itchison at guyitchison.com. He's the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo. Go to guyitchison.com where you can pick up a copy of his Biomech Encyclopedia. I know he's got a few copies left, uh, but he is running very low. Uh, take a look at some of his DVDs for sale. Um, I believe he still has a few custom tattooed coil machines for sale. Great for any people out there that collect coil machines. Um, every now and then, he also posts original oil paintings for sale and countless fine art prints, all available at guyjson.com. Would also like to say a very quick shout out and thank you to Amy Nichols at the Apprenticeship Diaries. Uh, Amy is one of our affiliates. And if you know of someone that's trying to become a tattoo apprentice or learn how to tattoo, tell them to look at the, the Apprenticeship Diaries with Amy Nichols. Uh, there is absolutely valuable information on there. Um, it is the right way to go through. It will you know, kind of enlighten people to what it's like to be a tattoo apprentice, as well as give them some advice on what they can expect. Would also like to say a very personal thank you and shout out to the folks over at TATCOM and Aaron Williams, the mad scientist behind TATCOM. Uh, TATCOM is literally developing the most insane cutting edge tattoo technology you could ever imagine. Um, TATCOM is literally diving into the science behind tattoos. How do they work? Why do they work? What makes them work? And they're developing tools for tattoo artists to use that can help them you know, achieve that next level of their work. So take a look at TATCOM. Uh, as always, we ask that if you like today's show, please go ahead and post a positive review on the channel. Help us get the word out. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom. And if you would like to host a Reinventing the Tattoo event, become a sponsor of our community, or if you are looking for a fine art or a tattoo critique, you can always email management at reinventingthetattoo.com. We will get back to you just as soon as we can.
And that kind of wraps up our intro. Um, thank you everyone for everything and for tuning in today. Um, and let me just save this real quick. Wonderful. Yes, 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 I know. Yes, save, yes. Good, cool. Yay. Okay, there's that. Um, and let me pull up the participants and see who has, uh, looks like Ricardo joined us. Ricardo, what's up, my man? Uh, long time no see, hope you've been doing well. What's up, man? It has been a while, how have you been? I've been doing all right, man. Been doing all right. Looking forward to the Paradise Gathering this year uh, coming up in October. Uh, it's got an absolutely epic lineup this year, so I'm really, really stoked for that. Mm -hmm. um, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I'm pretty good. That's real awesome. Busy. Yeah, real busy. Well, busy is a good thing in this industry, especially because I know uh, there have been a number of artists over the past I want to say five to six months that have really been kind of struggling um, with just appointments and cancellations and, um, you know, just some economic issues. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's good to hear that, uh, hear that you've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a blessing and it's a good problem to have, you know? Oh yeah. It's always a great, great, uh, no, it being busy is good as long as you're not being super too busy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, you enjoy yeah. life. Cool. So I'm actually going to go through. Uh, this is the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group, and I'm actually going to cover something today that um, it's a new trick I've just picked up in Procreate. Something I find to be a little bit helpful. Other people out there might also find it to be helpful. So I figured I'd share it with everyone today. This involves sketching um and going through and working on sketches some of you out there that might be used to using multiple colored pencils uh when you're creating sketches and stuff like that um you know just to kind of help refine layers might find this helpful and you might find this useful um so what i started to do is play around with um some of the color controls in procreate um, and just to gonna duplicate this guy, and I'm going to go into this. So if you go into your brush studio, um, and actually let me turn off my thumbnail because you guys don't need to see my face right now. It might be blocking some of it. Um, and let me see if I can uh, pin myself. don't know why this is there we go cool all right so let's see if i if this will help hopefully that does the trick um so if you're in brush studio and say you like to use multiple colors to go through and do your sketching if you come down here to color dynamics, 
on the left-hand side, once you're in your brush studio, uh, you can set the brush color pressure um, to be a secondary color by sliding the secondary color up. 50% usually does the trick. Um, and what this will allow you to do is go through and choose a separate color when you're sketching. I don't know why this is up here, but we're going to close that. So for example, if I like to sketch in like a bright red for my initial layer, but then I want it to go to something like a purple for if I'm really trying to, you know, refine my sketch and everything like that. Um, it's kind of cool. As long as you have it set on red at the beginning, uh, you may notice that if you're taking it very light when doing your sketch, it's nice and red. But as you press down, you'll start to see that purple kind of come into the mix to create a bit of a darker tone. So it's just something that uh, I've picked up on, you know, recently that I thought I'd share. Um, you can always adjust that too. If you wanted to do a darker purple, you can always adjust the secondary color up. And what this will do is mix in more of your secondary color as you're sketching. Now, some people may not want to do that at first, just because, you know, if you have a tendency to have a heavier hand and you go through and you typically draw with a lot more pressure, you can start to notice that um, the purple starts to get mixed in a lot more. So maybe it's not your best bet. Uh, but if you take it nice and light, it can help you not only control your hand pressure, but it can also be a great way to go through and start with your basic layer of sketching um, so that you, know, you can kind of refine as you go on the same layer. So. Just something that um, I thought I'd share with everyone. It's just one of the many little uh, Procreate hacks I may or may not be covering at the Paradise Gathering, gathering this year. Um, not saying I'm going to do a seminar, but you know, you never know. Never know what can happen. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, it's you know I like to call it if you ever used to use those like uh, colored pencils back in school that had like the swirly colored tips where it was mm -hmm. like, oh, well, if you press a little harder or, you know, you move it this way or that way, it creates different color. You know, I just found it to be pretty, uh, pretty rad. So I was like, oh, maybe someone out there can benefit from that. Right. It's pretty picture. Yeah. Just working on a little rose sketchy sketch today. Uh, taking a break from uh, drawing dragons. I actually uh, signed up to take a seminar in drawing dragons uh, from Bill Canales. So nice. Can't wait for that. I believe that's in August at some point in time. I forget off the top of my head. Um, but he's actually going to be coming out to New Jersey to the... Uh, awesome folks over at lost and found tattoo so um it's going to be an absolutely epic event and i can't wait for that it started out as one day and then it ended up going into two and i think they might have even expanded it into a third day 
just because of the uh, demand that was there. Because I know within, I believe it was a couple hours, they filled up the entire first day uh, from the time that they announced that. So should be a, um, a pretty fun time. Um, lots of good people will be there, obviously. But, you know, nice. now I'm, I've decided to take a little bit of time just to focus on some of the things that, you know, I want to draw. Good for you. Yeah, lately I've been drawing a lot of stuff and doing a lot of tattoos that aren't necessarily, um, you know, things that I want to do, even though I do want to do them because I just love tattooing. But, you know, it's like uh, if you had your preference and you had someone come in and say that they wanted a Polynesian sleeve or a bright, colorful rose, Sometimes you got to sit back and ask yourself, which would you prefer to do? You know, yeah. Or maybe, maybe a dragon. You know, I love drawing dragons, but not the way the it's not always the way the cookie crumbles, is it? No, absolutely not, man. But that's this. That's the life, man. That's the industry. That's uh, it's what we have to uh, work with and deal with day in and day out. Not everyone knows that, you know. You know, I, I remember giving a talk at a uh, high school recently for a career day, um, which was actually quite fun. And I got to dispel a lot of myths about being a tattoo artist. So that was always fun. Um, although I think I scared that. the kids. I, I think I scared them a little bit. Because yeah. I was like, cool, who here likes to do homework, right? <laughs> oh, you, you don't like to do homework. Oh, well, guess what? If this is what you want to do, you have homework every single night. Um, and it's hours of homework. It's not very quick. But there's a lot more that goes into being a tattoo artist than, you know, what Joe Public may, may pick up on. You know, they think yeah. that we just sit down every day and get to do fun stuff. And it, we do. But there's also a lot more that goes into it. You know, than oh, yeah. what a lot of people realize. So, but how have you been, man? What's been new with you? Nothing, nothing at all, really. I've um, I put my nose to the grindstone and just trying to draw, draw more things that I would like to tattoo as well, like we're talking about right now. Um, you know. That kind of stuff. Do you have a uh, a subject matter you're trying to uh, do more of, or maybe a specific just, style you'd like to do more of? Just more like whatever I want to do. You know, like I have been doing more dragons and stuff lately, and I've been trying to like illustrate a little bit more lately. Right so on. Yeah. I'll show you what I'm working on in a little bit. Let me get a little bit more done here real fast. But yeah, no, stuff like that, man. Been uh, able to have the opportunity to do a little bit more like uh, finishing some bigger projects and stuff like that, too. I finished this uh, Zeus and uh, the Zeus and Spartan Warrior. 
sleep Absolutely, recently. Man. So that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. So that's been pretty fun. I was gonna say you've been working on some pretty awesome projects lately, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh shoot. Just got my pencil. Oh no. Yeah, it's not um, ready for the fourth. Yeah, I'm not really doing too much, man. Might spend the day, you know, just working on an oil painting or two that you know I've had sitting around for a little while. Um yeah. you know, just trying to keep up with everything and you know try to maybe finish some projects mm-hmm. uh, i've got a couple of projects around the house that i i'll probably end up working on instead just because they have to get done um you know but it's like you know i i try to reserve the holidays for things that i really want to do as opposed to things that are necessities because mm-hmm. i don't usually get very much time off so when i do get time off typically speaking that's what i enjoy doing is like just focusing on on me and the things that you know i really want to do um, yeah so it's just you know we don't always have that option as you pointed out um you know so if i get the option to yeah you know work on some stuff that i want to do you know, unexpected time off can be a, a fun thing to help you catch up on things, but it can also be a time for you to go through if you absolutely have to drill down and, uh, you know, focus on things that need to be done, maybe, you know, repairing something around the house or, you know, fixing something that you've been meaning to get to. Uh, it's a good time to go through and do that as well, you know. But that's also why we have weekends. Well, some of us have weekends. I have like a few hours on, you know, a couple of days during a normal weekend, typically. But, you know, that's kind of, you know, the way that life for me goes. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yesterday, I uh, I did do a live stream. You guys can take a look at that on Instagram. Working on this uh, space cyb- cyborg reaper tattoo um, on a client I picked up from the Philadelphia convention. Um, feel free to go through and take a look at that. Now, as you can see, using this pencil that I just set up to use both purple and red, um, you can start to see some of the purple coming out where maybe I was pressing a little bit harder. So if I really want to go through and, you know, kind of outline these things with just a little bit of a different tone, I can do that. And it's very obvious. You know, sometimes it just helps you create that refined sketch as you're going. You know, I like to work with lots and lots and lots of layers. So for me, um, I'll take this layer that I'm currently working on. I'll show you in just a second. Uh, Do I need, yeah, maybe I'll do, 
that'll help balance. And then we can get rid of this spot down here. I know I shouldn't be erasing because I do too much of that already, but but yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been kind of refreshing taking the year off from traveling so much and working so many shows. It's been uh, it's been different. Um, You know, but it's it's been nice to kind of just like sit back and do a lot of self-evaluation as well. It's something I think we all need to do every now and then. But I, what I really did intend on coming into this show and saying at the beginning was, uh, you know, starting off with a question. What what have you anyone out there that's watching? What have you done lately to help take yourself to another level? to take yourself to that next step, you know, to really improve upon what you've been doing to go through and really help maintain your level of progress. You know, that's what I want to hear about. You know, have you been attending seminars? Have you been, um, you know, what have, what have you been doing to help you advance, to help you improve? to help you achieve your goals. That's kind of what I want to hear about. Not kind of, I do. So feel free to drop a comment uh, wherever you may be streaming or watching from. And um, let me know, because I'm interested to find out what, what are people doing out there to keep themselves moving in the right direction. Um, you know, because I recently heard a quote that's really something I've been reflecting on a lot lately. Um, and I forget who said it exactly. Maybe it was, um, I think it was from a speech Denzel Washington gave, uh, but he may have been quoting someone. So I don't want to take it out of context and give him credit if he wasn't the original author of it. But um, listening to this speech, he said, dreams without goals are just dreams, right? So if you have a dream and you set a goal to achieve your dream, you know, that's, that was like pretty profound, right? But you have to have your goals in order to achieve your dream. You know, and it's just something that I keep thinking about. And it's something I keep reflecting on. So I keep asking myself, okay, cool. What are my goals? What am I doing to help myself achieve my dream? Not that I don't have many dreams, some of which I can't really get into on here, but you know, you know. So what what are what steps is everyone taking to help achieve their goals? I'm doing a lot of homework lately. Yeah, I've been going back to yeah, I've been going back to reference books and stuff like that, man, and. I've been kind of going back to like a beginning point, you know what I mean? Like to the like studying other people's designs, other people's approaches and stuff like that. Um been feeling kind of like stuck lately with some of the some of the values and things like that that I'm picking or choosing to use in my work and stuff like that. Uh and then just the the shape and the form of things too. So I've been I'm doing a whole lot of like going back, breaking it back down. 
trying to fight, figure out new ways of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you don't realize that, oh, hey, here's a new trick I didn't pick up on before. You know, exactly. but you never know until you stop and you reflect on it. Yeah. No, trying to be I'm, a little bit more intentional about like the beginning of the drawing to the end of the drawing from concept to to overall finished product. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, intentional intentional uh, mark making, intentional brush strokes, or you know, yeah, yeah, lines like or whatever. You know, that can make or break any given work of art. Period. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So being intentional about what you're doing and understanding why you're doing it, right. I think can also be very helpful. Right. You know, and that's something that I've also been reflecting on a lot lately. It's like, why do I keep going back to the same basic shapes? Why do I keep going back to the same basic concepts and the same basic structures? You know, is it because it was just so drilled into my head? Is it because, you know, is, is there a deeper reasoning behind that? You know, why, why do I keep drawing dragons in the same method? Why do I keep drawing roses in the same method? You know, is it because that's all I understand? Is it because that's what works best for me is because I'm doing that to achieve a desired outcome. Um, and if I am doing that to achieve a desired outcome and I want a different outcome, what do I have to do differently? You know, that's kind of why I've been trying a little bit of a different method. I was watching a few seminars um, from different people from over the years that I have saved. And, um, you know, I watched one seminar with a guy drawing a rose and it was just all ovals at first. And I think that's why I'm like going back through and I've been kind of stuck on it for a little while. You know, he's like, dude, it's, it's just all ovals. Once you have your ovals right, you can, you know, everything else falls into place. And it's like, well, now I want to try that. Now I have to know. You know, sometimes just watching someone's process can be enough to enlighten you to a different way of doing things. Sometimes it takes, you know, reaching out to someone and saying, hey, you know, I love your work. You know, what, what's something you really try to focus on whenever you're doing what you do? You know, sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes you need that external push, lack of a better term. And it doesn't hurt to reach out to different people to get that, see different perspectives and see different ways of doing things. So I did switch up my, my brush. Well, I changed the colors in it. 
so you can kind of get a better feel for you know how it can be helpful because i've been scribbling a lot in this Now, one other place that I always find inspiration um, is going to art museums. Oh, yeah, big time. No, I was just, I just had a, um, a great international trip with my significant other, uh, who's absolutely awesome. And one of the things we did while we were there is we went and we walked around a lot and we saw a lot of different architecture and a lot of different uh, statues and uh, went and got tattooed by someone and a lot that whole trip to me was just an inspiration um, it was it was fantastic sounds cool man yeah it was yeah, um, you're gone was, for a few weeks weren't you uh just a week just a week um but you know we um we planned it all out and, you know, made it happen. And, uh, you know, it was one of those trips that, you know, I know I won't ever forget just from how it went and it was awesome, but it was, uh, it was enlightening to say the least in many levels, uh, just to see different cultures and see the way that people do things differently. You know, and I love that whenever I travel, I try to look at, you know, how, how is this society, how are these people different, you know, and then I'll extract from that different types of motivation, different types of inspiration, and that'll go through and help drive me to create things that maybe are a bit different. Um, you know, I, I think while I was over there, I, I saw a lot of uh, like China blue kind of designs on different things, um, like China pattern kind of inspired designs that were all uh, Dutch for the most part. You know, so I really got an inspiration to start drawing up some more Dutch styled patterns. Um, you know, maybe doing those in all blue would be something different, something unique, you know, different types of imagery that was popular over there, um, different types of architectural styles that were different. Uh, there's inspiration everywhere. All you got to do is kind of find it. So, it, like I said, it's something that I've been... I'm always on the quest for new inspiration and new, new kind of ways to view the world. You got a lust for life. I do, man. I do. And here comes the Johnny back is, in again. The world is a huge place, man. It's huge, but it's tiny at the same time. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it's something that I, it's one of the ways that I find inspiration, you know, and I know that by drawing and sketching every day and going to see the world and, you know, picking up 
inspiration from different places. That's one of the ways that I know I'm working to achieve you know, my goals. One of my goals is to never lose inspiration and to always be inspired to do and create things differently and draw from different cultures and different ways of thinking. No, so that's one of my goals. It's a long-term goal, but it's a goal. What are you working on, man? I'll show you in just a second. I'm almost, almost ready. So I've been playing around with the idea of an owl in this lady's hand or a spider with like some weird little human body. Ooh. I'll show you real quick. This is the owl one so far. I just started drawing this up right before class. Uh, here. Uh, let me see if I can get rid of that glare. Hold on one second. All right. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I love it. the drapery too. Yeah, we can see it. Love the drapery in it. Love the gaze. Hold on one second. There you go. Very nice. Yeah, it's coming along. Just real quick. Um, so she's gonna be like kind of holding it, you know. Right. I'm trying to play with like the positioning of the owl, like make it like super kind of animated, but believable. You know, like an Maybe have really work. So sometimes when you see uh, birds being held, um, sometimes they'll they'll go through and adjust their wings, you know, yeah, to yeah. maybe get a better position, or maybe it's like getting ready to take off. You yeah. Know, I think one question that I would have from a personal perspective is what are you trying to get this tattoo to say? I just want it to be an interesting looking piece. Fair enough. You know, I just want it to be uh, enough to like make you stop and kind of look at it. And I think a lot of times you can do that with uh, making the image believable as far as the gravity that it's all associated with and its own self, you know? Right on. Does that make sense on what I'm saying? It like, does. Uh, like it like the story it's telling in itself and like how the how the uh, weight and the environment is uh in, interacting with each other kind of make it like a make it like a full like a like its own real self you know so it's that's pretty epic, dude. yeah and thanks Then again, I've always kind of thought that everything you drew was pretty epic. So thanks, dude. It's pretty much a biased perspective, but I like to think it's biased in a good way. Thank you very much. I appreciate the shit, the shit out of that shit. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem. Yeah, I was actually um I was showing off the uh collab you did with uh guy the other day. 
I was down at uh, Baker Street Tattoo uh, filming a seminar with Seth Mushrush and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, went through and I I needed to clear some space off of a hard drive. And I was like, oh, I still have this on here. Oh, man, you guys want to see something awesome? And I pulled up (laughs) uh, some of the videos I took of you guys uh, doing that collab tattoo. And they were like, whoa. Like how much of this was done, how quickly? And I was like, yo, these guys were moving on this tattoo. Isn't that crazy? It was a lot of a lot of fun, dude. And that was uh we did get a lot done that day. It was crazy, man. Yeah, you covered almost an entire leg and not a small leg at that. No, no, he's a big guy, yeah. Yeah. And you guys covered almost the entire thing in one day. Pretty nuts, huh? Uh, very nuts. I mean, awesome, but you know, still like that was a lot of work, and he sat like an absolute rock the entire time. Yeah, I know, man. It's like it's crazy. I don't know how he does it. He does it every time I tattoo him on on our own too. Like all the other work that I've done on him, it's like, whoa, dude, you're fucking nuts, bro. I don't know how you do it. He's another one of those clients where he'll be just talking to me, talking to me, and like. And then I get tattooed. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to my quiet place now, and I'm not gonna. Right. Like, please don't take yeah. this personally, but I'm not, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I I need I need my quiet time now. Thank you. Yeah, like a, you're a great dude. Don't take this wrong way, but shut up. Quiet cabron. Yes, quiet time. But yeah, man. No, it's um. That's cool that you shared that, dude. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, everyone was really impressed with it. And I was like, yeah, man, you ever find yourself out in Illinois? This is one of the guys to go to for sure. Yeah, and then I'm only three and a half hours away from Guy. So after you go to Guy, definitely come up and see me. <laughs> Actually, I was talking about you, but Thank, I know I'm just getting joking. in Thank Guy's book is kind of a tricky thing. Yeah, can be for sure. Well, you know, you know, someone that knows someone, that's one thing, but you know, even then, it's like kind of tricky sometimes, you know, depending on what his schedule's like and what he's got going on. Yeah, I saw he's still been working even with that, that broken arm or the. Fucked up arm. It's pretty pretty wild. Absolutely, man. You know he's um he's he's a champ. He's an absolute champ for a reason. You know he will find a way. Sometimes you got to get creative. You know, maybe have you know a friend or you know significant other help you stretch some skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that's kind of the way that tattoos were being done for a long time especially out in places like uh the south pacific and japan and places like that sometimes you might be working on an area and you need a hand stretching out a certain place or uh something like that in order to execute the tattoo you know to the best of your ability sometimes you just need something to stretch You know, first time I ever saw something like that happening uh, was at the London show with an artist from the South Pacific. 
believe he was from Borneo. Um, and every tattoo that this person did was he had an assistant helping him stretch the skin because if you're looking at the traditional like Tahitian or uh, Borneo method, it requires two hands to work the tools. Uh So you have to have someone stretch the skin for you in order to actually execute the tattoo properly. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know. I thought it was absolutely fascinating watching the whole process there. So I'm going to share this real quick. I, uh, I started playing around with the wings and stuff and the shape of it, but I'm using uh, the tonal value to kind of figure out the, everything. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. Let me uh, pin your video up. There we go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Starting off uh, nice and light. Yeah, and just building up the shape, you know what I mean? So I can kind of figure out the line work after that. Like, I'd really like to make this piece pretty illustrative. And I want the hair to like really move a lot on the owl and stuff like that too. Once I get into the shading, the color for it. And I'm going to add some like water-esque flow kind of going on with the kind of shape it all out, you know, like right here. I'd say if you wanted to, so my only comment would be on the back wing of the owl. This one. Maybe take the, the plane and the angle of the head and use that to dictate the angle of the wing on the owl. Mm, yeah. For sure. You know, yeah. and then you can kind of draw a parallel in that way. Yeah, it's still kind of like to do the tail feathers. Like, if anything, this is where the tail feathers would be. And then this back is right here, you know what I mean? Right, right. So the tail feathers would kind of stick out of here a little bit, and there'd be some more hairs kind of coming from the looser pot back of the body. Back of the leg, it's disappeared here. And then the wing, I think I should shift it this way just a little bit. Got great diagonal lines going. You've got a lot of convergence as far as your visual aspects. Even the gaze of the woman is looking down at the owl. So it's bringing your attention right back down to the head of the owl. Mm -hmm. You know what I might do is add another hand here. Her other hand. Holding like a, holding something that he's looking at. I love the way you're sketching this and you're not even looking at the screen. Yeah. That, that to me is like epic. <laughs> it looks like poo-poo. I don't know how it's kind of shining off of it or something like that. Yeah, I think I might do something like that. Hell yeah, man. Let me get rid of all this shit. Yeah, cool. give the owl something that it's going after, you know? Yeah, right. A little mouse. Yeah, maybe weird. have her hand holding a mouse or something like that by the tail. Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah. But, excuse me. Now, Ricardo, are you coming up to the Paradise Gathering this year? I am not, my man. No? Okay. 
No, I'm not going to be doing too much traveling these days. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, how would I say it? Saving some bucks. Uh, yeah, saving some bucks, paying some stuff off, you know. That's how it goes. There ain't nothing wrong with that, my friend. Yeah. So, it was, uh, it's part of the reason why I've been, uh, you know, taking taking a step back from traveling a bit. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but it looks like it's going to be pretty fun, dude. The lineup, a lot, of, a lot of talent there, dude. Yeah, caught me off guard at first, man. I was like, wait, what? Who's yeah. this? So Nick Baxter is going to be there? What? Right, right. Um, Tom Strom is like legendary to me been looking at that guy's work for a really long time um you know andre malcolm's gonna be there he's been a huge influence so you know it's like there's gonna be an insane lineup of people i really can't wait to um you know just be up there and be surrounded by other like-minded individuals and you know, be focused on art for, you know, a long weekend. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. I always look forward to the paradise gathering every year. Last year, uh, fast alley and the crew from, um, lost and found tattoo were there. That was epic. Um, and I've kept up with them since. And, uh, Jimmy D'Alessio was there last year and that was pretty epic. Uh, got to hang out with him and got to know him, um, you know, and now he just did a seminar out at, I believe the Asbury park show, uh, which was awesome. Um, actually kind of upset. I didn't get to go to that one, but, uh, you know, it's like you meet these people over time and you meet them at different shows and events and, you know, you build friendships and, get to know them and next thing you know it's like oh hey this person's doing something pretty sweet like let me go take a look at them oh i remember this guy from this event you know so yeah it's just something i enjoy doing you know networking getting to know different people in different places with different outlooks on different things might bring this not to static I might jump off here in a little bit go for it my man but I definitely always a pleasure to having you on yeah, I, was definitely, I know it's been a while, today. so, you know, I, I do miss you guys, and I, I have missed everybody, and I know that I've been kind of incognito the past few months and stuff like that, but I've been really, like, just working hard, man, just working hard hey, and trying to get a lot of big projects done and stuff like that, so it's been fun. Ricardo, I do miss no, you guys. Need, no need to, uh, no need to apologize for any of that, man, like, you, dude, you are always good in my book. Right on, brother. Likewise, I'm glad you got to enjoy that trip recently. Good for you to get some uh, time dude, off. 
it was nice. It was like the, it, it was weird though, because it was like my first time, like taking a vacation that was non-tattoo related. Yeah. In, yeah. Like, yeah a really long, long time. Yeah. And I, I was the whole time I was sitting back and I was like, well, this, I'm kind of don't know what to do right now, but you know, I'm going to figure it out as I go. Cause you know, before any time I had traveled, it was, you know, in some way, shape or form tattoo related, either, you know, going out to this convention over here or going to that show over there or, you know, going to meet up with so-and-so over here. You know, there was a lot of travel that I, I did that was all tattoo related. So it was, it was different. It was refreshing, uh-huh. you know, um, you know, something that was purely just for enjoyment purposes and just took it, as a leisure thing and you know i did find myself at one point in time getting a little bit anxious just because i was i and it it happens every time i do something non-tattoo related where i take time off it's like you know i should probably be working on this because you know like i know i have to do this when i get back so it does create a little bit of anxiety but you know it was refreshing at the same time to just yeah, go and sure. do absolutely dude so and we need that every now and then yeah that'll do maybe a little longer i'll probably round that one Keep it simple. Keep it simple. There we go. Then we'll throw a leaf. One leaf here. Okay, I think I got it. Let me show you real quick. Hell yeah, dude. Let me get rid of some of the background stuff so you can see a little bit better. All right. Oh, there we go. Hell yeah, man. The lady you just drew up is like, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to (laughs) do? He's like, no, don't eat me. Well, and on that note, I bid you adieu. Take care. Uh, Tell us where we can get a hold of you and where we can find you. Right. Um, I'm on Instagram under Ricardo Sturdivant. Uh, I'm in Normal or uh, Bloomington, Illinois. Sorry. Uh, I work at Artcore Tattoo. Um, check us out. That's also on Instagram on, under Artcore Tattoo. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a like. Get a hold of me if you want to hang out. 
talk art, draw, get tattooed. It's all good. Hell yeah, buddy. Thank you very good, much man. for jumping in today. Yeah, for sure, dude. Take it easy. Have a good day. Enjoy your force. Will do, man. And happy fourth to you as well. All right. Peace. Take care. Well, that was nice and refreshing. I haven't seen Ricardo in a while, and he's been a huge influence on me and how I do different things and, you know, always looking at artistic ways to do things. He's also insanely fast at producing art. So always look up to him for that aspect. Um, you know, the artwork that guy can whip out in a very short, limited amount of time is incredible. So I'm just going to finish doodling this sketch. And then I will probably be jumping off as well today. Um, today's going to be a little bit of an earlier day. Uh, got some stuff I have to take care of around the house. Uh, but I never like to disappoint people and miss a day if I can help it. Uh, from traveling, that's a little bit of a different story. But Good. Maybe we'll do ranch, beef, beef. That'll give us some good diagonal flow. Might get rid of this guy. Set this to be a little bit more transparent. Hide the layer underneath. Go through. Boom. One leaf. Three. Sometimes I like to keep my leaves rounded whenever I'm drawing roses. Um, sometimes I like them to be a bit more pointy. And sometimes I'll give them a little bit more of an angle. For more neotrad stuff, I like to keep it kind of standardized. So if I draw one that's rounded, I like to draw the rest of them kind of rounded. Sometimes I'll give them a little bit more character, but you know, this is like a rough outline. I always work, whenever I'm drawing leaves, I always work from the tips in. I just find it works well for me. 
Maybe we'll do one more guy here. Two upwards, one downwards. This will just be able to die. And now I've got my diagonal here. Maybe I will get rid of that and I'll keep it more weighted down here. Do something like this. That'll work. Yay. Cool. And then just draw a couple of little veins and leaves. Keeping this guy a bit more neotrad. So just going to do some very simplistic stuff. And I like to draw an S curves any chance I get. I just find it makes a bit more of a an interesting kind of pattern in leaves. It's a slight S curve, but it creates like a rounded kind of form along the edges, as opposed to just being like straight lines, which don't really create any kind of shape. This will allow for a little bit more of a form and a little bit more of a kind of edge um, so that if I go through and I start doing my shading in it, I can kind of follow a curve a little bit easier to create a bit more of a dynamic image. And that's all through the aspect of line. I'm a big advocate of line. I love drawing with just line and making my tattoos really jump out at you using nothing but line work. Because to me, if you can get your line drawing perfect and you can make a visually interesting line drawing, everything else will fall into place. Sometimes I'll create a bit more of a taper coming all the way back to the where the stem would join the branch. You know, if I really want to kind of draw the eye up, you know, as opposed to a little bit more of a uh, sharper angle something a little bit more parallel instead of perpendicular can help break things up a little bit. And once again, creates a better flow in that leaf. Don't know if... Things are frozen. Hmm, that's weird. That got frozen real quick. Huh. Let's go back to.
Technical difficulties, folks. Gotta love it. And we'll cue this back up. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Oh, seems to have stopped working on that. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, then. Things do not want to go. the way that they were. Okay, so start, yep, good. Still not connecting, okay then. It is being very temperamental. Interesting. Um, that would be why, gotta make sure everything is updated and upgraded. Sorry about that folks. Then over here, keeping this a bit more bold, because I like my perimeter outlines to be pretty bold. Take a small eraser in here, get rid of some of this stuff. This is, after all, just a very quick sketch. Something I'm not really paying too much attention to. Maybe I'll finish it, maybe I won't. You never quite know. Might post it up on the Instagram later on. Um, Let's see, yes. As an up for grabs tattoo, should anyone decide that you wanna get something like this done, you are always more than welcome. This is the kind of stuff that I absolutely love to tattoo. Switch over to a smaller liner, maybe too small. Good. Giving that more of a curve, that'll swoop in. That can come up. And my little trick 
to the interior of roses. Just do some like concave structures. Sometimes I'll close them out and I'll just use like these lines. Just to create like a little bit of depth. A little bit of a, um, a fold or an overlap. Just makes it more visually interesting. Sometimes they'll be going up, sometimes they'll be going down. Never quite know. In fact, let's curl this one up here a bit more. What do you say? Yeah, that looks nice. Sky looks a little too rounded, but that's okay. Just bring that part in. Just by using line, we can create shape and depth and movement. Now, just from the corners, what these lines can do as well as create shape and depth and movement is they can actually go through and tell us where our shadows are to be cast. It's a very quick and easy way to determine like where you want the edge of a hard shadow to be. Another little notch there, another one there. Maybe we'll do a uh, dotted line or two to kind of show elevation and separation. This one would be a bit more pronounced. That would get a bit of a curve. That would get some curve. This would get a dotted line for a drop shadow. That would get a curve. This would get a curve, curve. This wouldn't have too much of a drop shadow, but there would be a shadow there. This would get a drop shadow. Kind of show light. The light goes. Same thing on these guys. There you have it. Quick little Neo Trad Rose sketch for today. Thank you, thank you everyone that uh, jumped in and started watching. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm gonna try this one more time. Uh, just to see if, nope, still not working.
Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go through and update some things. Uh, thank you guys very much for jumping in today. Always appreciate it. If you like today's episode, make sure to go through and hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom of the page. Um, and let me switch this back over. My name is Jason Leeser. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today has been awesome. Um, thank you for joining me for Skill Building Sunday here on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Should anyone ever have any questions, comments, ideas for the next show, or if you want to reach out and say hi, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Philly Inc. P-H-I-L-L-Y-I-N-K, all one word, and I will be happy to get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks a lot for uh, joining me today, and I will catch you guys again next Sunday at 1 p.m. for episode 115.